Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Before we begin, it's that time. That's right, sponsor mentions. Do or active wear people. Pants from plants. Um, I'm wearing a pair right now, and I don't want David to get upset because... Um, you get the new one? The spring collection. Mm-hmm. See, mine are more gray. Yeah, pretty cool. Those are nice. Pretty yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. I'd show you the gusset, but that would be inappropriate for... Yeah. You know, I don't want to show you my... Where the jingle, gusset jingle. is. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but um, it's super... Freaking comfortable pants, and these are like work quality. I mean, I yeah, yeah, it's just I, I love these. You guys buy these pants. Go to uh, go to Pack Filler. Click on the link. Pack Filler fifteen is the code you use, and you will get that uh, discount on those. So, um, firm believer in them right here. Next off, Scratch Labs, you guys. That's right. The innovation at Scratch continues. With oh, Paul's got his Scratch Labs shirt on, even though the logo's mm-hmm. wrinkled. You got to pull down his shirt. There we go. There we go. Your cleavage was holding the shirt yeah, too high. Yeah, my, my boobs. <laughs> my man boobs. Moves, moves. Um, absolutely brilliant stuff. We haven't tried the newest recovery flavor, strawberries and cream yet, but I'm going to. Well, I have a bag in my. To. Do you? Yeah. Oh. We'll see. I All can't right. wait. If it's anything like, I buy a bag of the coffee and a bag of the chocolate and I blend them together. And so mm. every time I come home from a ride, it's like mocha time. I'm hoping you guys know those like little wafer bar things that are like I don't know the rectangles and they're like wafer and they have like some cream filling thing and they mm-hmm. come in like this cheap plastic. I'm hoping it kind of tastes like that. They were all over Thailand. Yes, like what we yeah. Thailand. like the old school, like really, yes. really old crap. Yes, yeah. really, really old. The like crumbly like pie, you know what these crumble are? When yeah. you bite into yeah. Wafer, w- yeah. wafers. They're wafer thin. Wafer thin. Yeah. 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 It's a curry salt. <laughs> That's it's, what I'm hoping. Yeah. Off. To I, be determined. I'm off. Off. Keep it posted. Bell. Bring me a you, bucket. You bet. I'll be in a bucket. You guys, absolutely brilliant stuff. Check out them out at scratchlabs.com. Tell them we sent there. Lastly, you guys, the listener, that's right. You can help us take us to the next level. Our patron program is up and running at packfiller.com. As it grows, so do the offerings. We are able to make it happen. First off is the true return of the monthly video show. I'm putting myself on the line, my neck on the cutting board, known as Coffee and Comments, but we've got a new name for it. As soon as we reach our target... 
to launch. It's going to be launched just to the patrons first. So there we go. Come be a part of the pack filler. Let's do this. Let's boo boo. I watched that movie last night. You guys seen uh, World's End? No. Third is in that... the Cornetto trilogy, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and World's End. Yeah, and it has like all the famous actors in it. And well, it's like Simon they're... Pegg and Nick Cross, but I don't know if they're famous. That's not what I'm thinking of then. Great movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, funny. Brilliant movies. Brilliant movies. Well, it's technically been two weeks since our last show, even though it's really only kind of been a week. What about 12 days? 11 days? A week and a half. Okay. Although we did produce two in one week with a nice little gathering after the show. If you're on our YouTube and you logged in earlier, you heard about some of the stories of our little get-together after the show. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Life on Two Wheels. Welcome to the Pack Filler Cycling Podcast. We are live again on YouTube. I hope I don't screw up too badly because I'm in charge of the cameras. That's usually Jackson's job. Make sure to subscribe so you never miss the opportunity to see our silly little faces. Spring break, it has been. Let's get to it. Gentlemen, when I introduce you, please respond by answering the following. What is on your bucket list for this year? Bucket list for this year. If you had one thing, you're like, 2023, I want to kill a man to watch him die. Or... Sorry, that slipped out. That's Johnny Cash's fault. That's Johnny Cash's fault. Um, First off, he's leaving us. I'm not sure if we can be teammates anymore as we've been known as the South Hill team. So, um, you know, I guess we're just, I don't know. Thanks for everything, Mr. Paul Maine. Yeah, yeah. I am leaving. Well, (laughs) I'm technically still South because First Street there you go. Yeah. Is the south. I'm still Blue south. Ball. Yeah, yeah. South of the river. Sweet. I'm still yep. south, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if it was okay hill. to mention that you're that you're, Yeah, it's you're, okay. You're, the house is sold and yeah. and they accepted our offer on the condo down below. That's First crazy street. that happened so fast. It's so, second viewer on our house. So you're never gonna <clears> ride. <throat> because no, you're gonna be I'm moving. Gonna ride. And I get to commute up the hill. I'm going to oh, buy true. A, I told my wife I'm buying a commuter bike. Are you? Mm-hmm. Commuter e-bike? It's going to be belt-driven, mm. internal eight-speed. Nice. Mm. That's you, what I want. You got a brand off the top of your head? But yeah. Do you? BMC. BMC. Yeah, I was going to say, because I knew the belt BMC. And it actually comes uh, with fenders, which Jack would be very happy yeah. with. Him, so. Hey, uh, BMC, you know... Shit or get off the pot. You know, we, we've been giving you guys free advertising for about 10 years now. Yeah. So, you know, come on, BMC. Get your shit together and come talk to us. We would make, we would give him more exposure than Greg Van Avermaet because he's not in the front of the pack anymore. And we're on every week. You know, we, you know, just saying. Just saying. Yeah, that's a good thought. There. What's on your bucket list, man? Is, is it the. Is, is it the for bike? this year? Is yeah, 2023. Doesn't well, have to be cycling, it could be anything. Yeah, well, everything in my life is cycling anyway. Yeah. So, oh, nicely. It, it is. It is Masters down in Augusta. That's my bucket list. Masters National Championships. Okay, did that does that work? It does if you tighten it up. Yeah, I just feel like then I can see Jackson That's what when Paul he's did. here. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, then like, yeah, everybody can see my face. There you go. Now I, I gotta put it back up. I gotta flip your logo thing back oh, to yeah. you. Though. No, I'll do that later. Don't just Mine's anyway. Masters in Augusta. You know yeah. how screwed up that is with the Masters, Masters Championship in yeah. Augusta. Yeah. yeah. 
Which so, just finished last week. It did just yeah. finish, yeah. My yeah. father would definitely tell you every single stroke that happened during it. I could not give it any less of a shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't mm. know why. Golf has never been my thing. Yeah. But uh, Masters in Augusta. Okay. Yeah. And when is that? Uh, August? Is August, year? I think, in like 24th or something like that. I'll okay. do the road race of the grid. Right on. So. Next off, he didn't fall for the fact that the breakfast tacos were made with, from vegetarian pigs, Mr. <laughs> Sam Waples. <laughs> I was still tempted. Jack so tried to convince that, you. It's that early hour. If you the know. pig doesn't eat meat, is it okay? Yeah. See, he's vegetarian. He's yeah, good corn. Point. Good point. You know? It all counts the same then. Yeah. Um, I Well, I mean, a bucket list thing I am doing this year is going over to Switzerland. When are you doing yeah. that? I'm doing it in end of August, beginning of September. Wow. So I'm going to go visit a uh, college friend of mine, and I'm actually going to do a fondo over there as well. Oh, very good. Yeah. Jeez. It's like 10,000 feet of vert oh. and 75 miles. Hmm. How much are you paying for that? Uh, it's not that bad. It's I think it was like 120 bucks or something wow. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and renting a bike, so it's probably gonna be just short of yeah. 200. I'm waiting for Paul to give you shit about how much you pay It'll to be do a that to not bike do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, third, I was gonna say he's the most expensive bunny hopper in the room, Mr. Jackson Bulger, but he's not here. He's mm-hmm. you know what Jackson's doing, everybody. Jackson is actually. Taste testing the food that's going to be served at his wedding. When did this become a thing? Well, like, it wasn't we, for me. We did. We went. We weren't going to, but the lady that we like, we just found somebody. We didn't try multiple places. We we're like, oh yeah, your food's good. This this yeah. will work. And the lady was like, well, do you want to come try the menu first? And we're like, I mean, if you're going to offer us free food, yeah, we'll show up. So you did. Yeah, yeah we went, but it okay. was like very informal one night. And when it was just, there weren't options. It was just like, hey, this is what you picked. And we're like, well, that sounds good. Thanks for the meal. See you at the wedding. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's our, uh, well, I've, pork and beans taste the same anyway. That's <laughs> what we had at our wedding. You know what? Yeah. I think, I, I know for a fact that my wife and I did not serve dinner per se. I think it was just like hors d'oeuvre stuff, like oh, walk yeah. down and mm-hmm. pick stuff, you know, like. You know, ranch yeah. and veggies, kind of thing <laughs> I, like that. But the booze was taken care of. We yeah, paid for right. all the beer and the wine. Mm-hmm. I, I spent more time picking the kegs. That Did that, you? that I was. You had a in. S- yeah docked party. Yeah. Well, we had a bunch of three kegs that were on tap and we, three kegs, and then Daniel's dad works for Anheuser Busch and trucked up an additional nine kegs worth of alcohol. Holy shit! It was a riot, <laughs> and that was all like. Those was all like gifted. People were alcohol. crawling out of that beautiful. room. Yeah, they were. Wow. There were these things called Grapefruit Smash, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was ruined so many of my friends. Oh. 8% couldn't taste it. <laughs> Since he's talking, he's the guy who apparently stretches out the time between chamois washes, Mr. David Waples. <laughs> hey, it was a simple question. I wasn't admitting to anything. What's the longest you've gone on a, most repeats on a chamois? You know, I thought this was going to be a question for everybody. I didn't think I was going to be on the spot here. <laughs> if you clean it with, like, you know, Sick. isopropyl alcohol or, like, you know, you, hand sanitizer, does that count? How about under know. the sink? Yeah. Wash it out in the hotel room with a little bar soap in the sink. I'm just one trying, and to, done. I'm just trying to see. Not, I'm no. one and done. I am yeah. a one and done. I'm, I mean, yeah. I'm in, just an ideal, in an ideal world, one and done. But, like, you well, know. If you're, like, on a massive, you know bike packing trip I, you know, have I shared I'd the, still wash them I'd have I shared the story of our teammate that showed up from Walla Walla without his and he had to take a chamois from a racer 
the race before him. Oh, that's and get in that and oh. That's, was it your shorts or you've done no, that? that? Remember that I had the clammy shammy story? Oh, oh my God. Oh. <laughs> just donate, just donate at, that uh, race entry. Frozen yeah. flat, Flatlands and I, the second, there was a time trial in the morning. The second uh, stage is afternoon road race, short little road race. I forgot my shorts. and, and nice, Nicely. Just um, uh, Michael MD said, hey, I have... Because it was the first race of the season. He goes, I have a box. And here's the keys to my car. There's a pair of shorts in there. Use them. And I grabbed the one pair oh. of shorts. They were his. I didn't know. And I'm like, there's knots on the top of it. What? And then I'm like, oh. And and I have five minutes to get to the start line. So he had just finished racing in them? He finished. Well, probably, I think he did his um, oh, TT. The day before. No. Oh. Look Bruce Johnson, man, that's story. like good night, everybody. That's like the beginning of the the stool sample swaps here. Yeah, it's like this is how they started. Oh, you're gut I couldn't get taint get it out of my head the whole race. I was just like, I'm gonna attack. I'm gonna get this sucker over with. And as soon as like, I'm already unzipping. You know, with my hands yeah. off the bars when I cross the line. Your your like, pubes are dancing, oh, intertwining uh, with his pubes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't, mean, I didn't ah. have to There we go. <laughs> that should have been the topic, apparently. Me, I'm the guy whose training camp lasted less than 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm Pat Bulger. My bucket list for the year is to make it to the last best ride in August, which I signed up for, uh, mm. and and to be able to ride the whole thing with a shred of dignity on on you know remaining at the end of it. Um, oh, and to be my son's best man. I, I had to say that because I have a feeling he'll listen to the mm-hmm. show and he'd be like, "The fuck, Dad!" Like, <laughs> Um, how, how is, well, I get, I, well, let's all talk uh, 10, 10 or so days gone. How's, how's riding been everybody? Awesome. God bless it. Really? Yeah. Cool. Well, and should I break or? Yeah. Okay. That's why we're here. Yeah. Yeah. I flexed horde on Saturday. <laughs> horde. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I was like, I was on one. I'm telling you. I just sat up there. I'm like, there's nothing that's going to drop me below. And you know what? That's not crazy numbers, but like 250 to 270. I just sat there. And I was uh, like. I think your power meter is broken. Yeah, okay, <laughs> you think it's more than that? Yeah, because I was sitting next to him, like never hardly seeing less than 300. I'm smaller. I think I'm just really and it, efficient. And it freaking yeah. felt like it. I kept just dropping back behind him. We stopped to see if there was an issue with the bottom bracket. I was like, how is this so fucking hard? <laughs> it's never this hard riding with him. Did, did David at one point, like, did God, did like Maui make David or Sam a God? It was, yeah, it was impressive. I was you like, know what's a sad thing about that? The Freudian slip he just let out yeah. and referred yeah. to himself as his Good. brother's name, but yeah. any other than that, <laughs> keep going. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it's like, those are the days you want to keep on a race. You want those on race days. Yeah. yeah. You just burned one. Yeah, you yeah. know, but you got to enjoy it while you have. Burned a happy yeah, match. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that I'm, I'm like, I'm peaking definitely for sure right now, right? Like, I probably have another few days of this, and then my fitness will tailor off for a little bit. But it's like, it's because I did such a massive training block. I was doing consistent through the winter, huge bump, and then took a week off of kind of rest, and then hit it. And so I'm, yeah, I'm switching after this. I'm going to shorter, more intense intervals to get a sprint up, and right. then I'll be ready. 
Do you remember how I was talking about like why the only thing I do is look at power and like how you know I can sit there and be like oh I can do this because Sam can't. <laughs> I was thinking about that on the ride because I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, now I know his secret. I took off my heart rate strap. I haven't been training with that for the last like really yeah three weeks. <clears throat> Ever since he mentioned that on the podcast, I was like, oh, so that's how he does it. Yeah. Well, well if I don't, I you die. <laughs> Quite literally, now that yeah. I think about it. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you should keep your heart rate. Yeah. yeah, different. That's different. Well, I actually was going to get rid. I think I said I was going to get rid of the whoop, but yep. I, I've, I've, I put it back on. Mm-hmm. Is but, Jackson wearing his again? No, mm-hmm. no. He was paying monthly. I'm not. Oh, paying there monthly. you go. You I'm did the monthly. annual. Yeah. yeah, I did the annual, so I might as well just keep wearing it until mm-hmm. February. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. But um, how are you guys? Uh, Paul, how's you doing? Oh, shut the head. Yeah. Nah, just, you know, the whole reason we are moving and getting getting out of a house <laughs> is, folks, I hate working on homes. It's nasty. <laughs> so from time to time, I'd walk home from work and i look and just see more work to be done on the house. And so one day... I looked at my wife deep in her eyes and I said, Renee, let's move. Let's get a condo. And that way I don't have to do yard work, shovel snow, or any of that. And so we did. A condo? Yes, a condo. Mm. So I'm looking forward to that. But in order to get the house ready, all (laughs) the things that I needed to do on that house, I'm doing now to sell the house. And then I'm thinking... Well, shit, it's already done. Why am I moving? <laughs> <laughs> right? You, you always get it fixed up, right? And then yeah. you're like, it's all done. And then you leave. <laughs> Scratch. <laughs> <laughs> That's the story. So no writing whatsoever None. in the last couple of weeks. This weekend, splendid weather is on the way. Yes. I'll rip your legs off. I'm, I'm just I can gonna, feed them to you, too, if you want. I'll hurt. I will be in pain, but I won't stop. Yep. Game on. That was that was. And the thing weekend. is, is I got a good ticker. It won't fall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Jackson, you want to come up and play? And he goes, I'm good. <laughs> he told me he did say along the lines. He was like, Oh my god, I was just sitting on his wheel at 300 watts. Oh. See, I'm telling you, and he your stayed power on meter's there. wrong, you guys. Yeah. I was on Hero Day. <laughs> I'm sitting next to you <laughs> over like? 300 for like an hour. I'm like, What the? is this it's like headwind i was like feed me i love it (laughs) wish i was there oh man i'm telling you it was it was glorious the only thing that stopped me is it i mean we were in kind of a crunch since we started late um Classic Waples, right? Uh, huh. But huh. we... Uh, hey, the ride starts at 9.30. 9.45. Inbound! <laughs> <laughs> but we... Uh, so we were cooking through. Don't, and if I, I could have refueled be... sometime, like, I don't know, Cheney, which is like 15 miles from home, I would have felt great the whole way through. But yeah. yeah. It was good. David, how's your riding week been? Well, I mean, that was that was good. That was that like was the it? first big effort of the year and, and like big long effort for yeah. me because I've been able to get outside. And then we did a good mountain bike ride on Sunday. But I'm leaving on uh, Friday night. We are going to California for a week, my wife and oh. I. So this is something we did a couple years back where we just went down there because that's where I went to college and they have such great riding. We take our bikes down. Um, and last time we went, I did like 350 miles. She did like 150. So I do like a bit of riding by myself and then we go ride together. So I'm hoping that that's going to, when I come back from that, that last, last weekend never happens again. Cause 
I'm just not used to he's, that. I mean, yeah. we were talking about it on the ride. Like, he's in perfect position right now. Because, yeah. like, in three weeks, he'll just be flying. See, Jackson does that shit, too. He's just like going, oh, I suck right now. I'm like, in nine days, you're going to be <laughs> it's like Give it nine It's like days. I nailed it all winter long, and I get one day for that. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. and then David's just gonna go down and hammer for a week and then come back and be like, I'm gonna slap you around all summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so nice down there though. Remember tacos and sunshine? <sighs> That's where this all comes from. Yeah. Is is my time in San Luis Obispo. It's tacos it and sunshine. Good. So I went to uh you know, um Lewiston, Idaho. I went down there for my spring break and I took How my was RV your trip? down there. I was you know what? It was I got there. Was it long? It, it snowed on the way there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not long. <laughs> I got down. It was snowed on the way there, and I'm going like, "This is going to be interesting." But you know, I already paid for this RV spot, and so I got down there and I descended into the valley. Sunshine, like mid fifties, and I was like, "Okay, this is going to work out." I went for a ride that day. Got about an hour and forty five in. Came back, and uh, you know, I did my normal evening thing. Went to bed. Woke up the next morning. I was going to do about three and a half hours. The whole week was going to be at least those kind of days, three to four hours a day. Just, you know, not super hardcore, but, you know, some climbing and stuff like that just to, you know, kick the system in. I got two miles into that second ride and I went back into AFib. Just like I'm climbing out this tiny little climb. I just get out of the saddle and all of a sudden I felt my chest just go. And I was like, oh, fuck. Just pull over. Look at my heart rate monitor on my, on my, wahoo. And it was like, I'm standing on the side of the road at 180 beats a minute. Mm, Damn it. Son of a bitch. Um, And so, needless to say, I turned around, soft pedaled back, um, you know, sat in the RV for a little bit, just trying to think, okay, maybe it'll just chill out. It didn't chill out. And so I just got, I loaded up my campsite and drove back. So I got, you know, I got two hours of riding in on my training camp Shit. week. Um, and then I pouted for about five days. Um, I basically spent a lot of time here in the studio kind of just cleaning stuff up and listening to music, you know, the cure, Depeche Mode, you know, kind of really, you know, really happy stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and got in a couple fights with my wife because she was just like going, the fuck is wrong with you? I know that you're sad, but you got to stop it at one point. My wife is always right. But uh, and then um, and then it was I think it was Friday, Friday or Saturday. I'm I'm you know again you know I've worked down here cleaning all that kind of stuff up you know all that whatever, and I'm I'm talking to my wife while sitting on the couch. Strangely enough, with a little shot of bourbon in my hand, and I thought to myself, self, check your heart rate. And I checked my heart rate because I was going, something's weird. I feel human. And I was back in sinus rhythm. And with sinus rhythm, which is a regular heart rate, not sounding like, you know, Miles Davis is in control of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so and, uh, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and I've been since. And <laughs> the, so, so for everybody keeping tabs, 
Um, I did ride, and you guys can make fun of me. I did ride on Zwift two hours yesterday. Thirty-five miles. I saw it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I stalked you. I well, I did because I just I wanted to be in a space where I didn't have to turn around and climb home or something like that if it popped back out. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, I did a couple little efforts, things like that. You know, you know, climbs. You know, I got out of the saddle. The sprints or something like that would come up, and I'd I'd kind of hit the gas a little bit like that, get it up to one fifty or something like that, and see if I could soft pedal and drop it back down below a hundred. And so far, it's it's it feels pretty good. Um, I do have an ablation scheduled for for May first, which is as for those of you who don't know, it's a light surgical procedure where they're going to basically go in with the equivalent of um, really spiking red hot needles and fry the ne- fry the uh, electrical signals. I'm pretty close there, David. That's, that's, that's actually I mean, nailed it. That's about what I would say. Yeah. <laughs> that burn that, the inside of your heart. Yeah, that that cause that cause the 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 wiggy waggy to go. So. Um, Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully really that good means at this. I know my shit, man. You do. Wiggity waggity. <laughs> so hopefully that'll that'll kind of help cure that kind of stuff, at least you know to to under the controllable levels, and and we're gonna go from there. Um, I can't wait to rip your legs off. I so I'm gonna t- kind of keep kind of testing my legs this week, and then if I can get if i can straddle the top tube on saturday i'm going out with you guys i'll yeah. see how far i can go and i'll you know. be kind i'm surprised but once your heart is fixed yeah i'm gonna rip you a new one i am surprised Bring that your goal for the year wasn't just to shut him up well it, it is but i don't want to fuel his fire right now see you've okay. ruined it you've, keep you've it just yeah. like we'll you, keep it's it just like us. we pulled open the curtain and you guys see that the wizard's not the wizard so you know <laughs> we want to make sure that sam doesn't know it's coming until the beautiful, I accelerate again. The beautiful thing is, I like it was either one of them I could have taken on that day. That's what I hear. And it's yeah. only gonna happen one time. No, it won't. It'll happen more. You're a power guy. You're a power guy. Yeah. yeah. So, um, oh my God, we uh, we, we should took talk 25 bikes. minutes. So yeah, um, I do want to say that bike racing's coming, and I can't wait. And I do want to plug some friends of ours. Uh, um, I had a local club here in Spokane called Badlands Cycling Club, badlands.org, B-A-D-D-L-A-N-D-S.org, um, is, is putting on our local Twilight Series. And, Signed um, up for all of them. Did you? Mm-hmm. Could, you can, you can that, if do I'm not a season there, I'll pass. Just donate it. Yeah. yeah, you can do a season pass. Yeah, you can yeah. sign up for all six. I'll do that, too. Mm-hmm. I'll yep. do that, too. For yeah, sure. it's like is 150 it bucks. Cheaper yeah. that way, or is it? It is cheaper. It's a, I mean, it's like it's five dollars like, each race or something. Yeah. It's nothing crazy, but I'll do that. Yeah. Uh, we'll do that for sure. So that's really cool. Um, I did chalk, talk with the one and only Chuck uh, Kenlin from Obra and um, Nabra, which is also their organi- organizing group, about... So it is through them. Making races It is happen. like Obra no. and Nabra are all... Connected. They are one organization. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, about uh, putting races together, about putting races on. And I know this is probably going to, you know, hopefully not enrage my fellow board members of the Washington State Bicycling Association, but um, um, about putting on races, about affordably putting on races, about getting away from the USAC method of apparently nickel and diming everything to death. Um after talking talking with Chuck, now I'm 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 not even paraphrasing. I'm kind of just kind of trying to recall it in my mind. I wrote it all down somewhere, but uh, it's it's the equivalent of about three dollars per rider of an insurance policy, and the insurance policy is up to eight million dollars. 
mm. of, of of coverage um, for a, a race promoter, and um, no necessary need for officials. You should have some sort of officiating. It, he said very well. He says if you know anybody in <clears throat> Obra or if you know anybody in USAC who's willing to come and officiate your event, that's probably not a bad thing to do. I don't know if those type of people would cross over. By the way, I've reapplied for my USA Cycling Officials license just so I could do something like this. Because if, you know, if we have, you know, three, four or five people internally in Spokane in our community who are willing to officiate a race, all of a sudden you're not, you're not nickel and diming yourself to death. Quick question. Yeah. On that. So would that also like $3 or whatever for the $8 million, could you do that as like a a group ride race? Kind of like how you were saying in Arizona, they do that, like. You do you know people buy. Is what, that like an what, option? What you like should do is up? what you should do is just sanction the rides yeah, through now. That's what I'm saying. Like, and everybody everybody pays. Everybody signs up at the beginning of the ride, like they're signing mm-hmm. up for a, ride, a mm-hmm. race. Now you're not on close roads. Yep. You know, so then you run into some type of situation. So I, I we'd have to talk to Chuck about those kind yeah. of things. But you know, it, I but, mean, just to keep everybody safe, right? Yeah, like just in yeah. case there was an accident, and yeah. then people would be covered. Does this make you Wabra? <laughs> <laughs> Are you the start of Wabra? Wabra. <laughs> yeah. That's so, um, I, you know, I, I'd, I'd like to ask you guys about the, 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 could you imagine the, the concept of riding a road race that is not USAC affiliated? Um, what are the pros and cons of that? We could, you, there's no national championships mm-hmm. uh, unless you ride USAC. Is there a world of riding non United States yes. cycling? Hardcore, yes. Yeah. Like, but what, I, what do you, you know, but there aren't that many I mean, options. Well, yeah, but the reality of it, too, is, at least for me, and I think that everybody in my age group and above, we're not going to be going pro. Yeah. Like, so I don't really care about any of those points. I just want to go and absolutely rip myself to pieces on a weekday night yeah. for five bucks or ten bucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah. That's all I'm looking for. Yeah. And if I can do it safely or it's insured, you know, in case I'm somehow in a hospital again. My, my entire thing with being in a hospital in a lot of these situations is my health insurance is going to cover that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? No, you're I right. I mean, can yeah. you be wrong or can you be so, bad to have extra? So why do promoters have to shelve this burden? I think, because I, th- you're right, it well, if somebody doesn't have insurance, I don't know if they could sue you or whatever. Or maybe they sue you for, because health insurance doesn't cover everything. Sure. So maybe they're suing you for that. Well, trust but, me, I'm twelve hundred bucks into the hole right now. Yeah. Just from this <laughs> hole in my chest. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think a big part of it is liability, right? Like if yeah. something happens on the course and there's people out there that will, you know, so I, you're I'm ne- negligible. Yeah. Right. Sweep the corner or, or I had, this is not a safe course. Yeah, Do you yeah, all remember yeah. when they didn't connect the fences? There, you might have heard about this. Yeah. When I was in college, there was a kid who went into a fence. They didn't tie the fences together, the fencing company. And so when he hit one, it separated and he hit the start of another and he died. And oh, that's, I think, what you're carrying insurance for is sure, for things sure. like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's to cover somebody's. I mean, I do, if you can afford a a road bike these days you should probably also have health insurance yeah <laughs> yeah i thought it was one or <laughs> yeah it's one road bike back, or yeah, medical insurance. Yeah, one or the other it's like yeah medicaid awesome yeah yeah right ten thousand dollar bike i'll take that too paul you're probably the one who's the closest in tied to what usac 
offers mm-hmm. because your desire, you know, the bucket list you mentioned at the beginning of the show about nationals. Yeah, I think there's some benefits to it. I mean, it'd be nice to have. I mean, I I do want to race, you know, yeah. and if you want to do these like national level races, that's you want a, a good organization and a good, you know, rule base, everything that US, uh, USAC um, has. But um, yeah, I, I think if it comes down to it, it's unfortunate and we can't back what it costs for USAC to do then we have to come up with a different alternative yeah. and and that's yeah. it so and 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 like um as sam was saying it's like i don't need any points and especially me at 60 yeah you know why would i do that why would i care i mean yeah. it's always fun to throw yourself into state championships right then you can see where you are at your age group yeah. when you're a master uh, and national but outside of that i don't care I just want to race. I don't care who's the govern, governing body or who gets the money. Yeah. I just want to race. There even, was, go ahead. Even, even then, like with a lot of the state championships that we've been a part of over the last couple of years, ten years, whatever. Um, <laughs> I feel like Sam and I entered kind of at the tail end of the height of cycling, and the turnout was so abysmal that. I didn't really care that much because it's like, okay, but there's like the same like 10 guys that in my age group that are always there. Yeah. And so in my mind, getting more affordable, more accessible races across the state that would hopefully bring more people in, that would be more valuable to me because then if you do go to state and all of a sudden you have a huge base of people that actually want to ride because it's more accessible, Yeah. then you'd, I'd be more motivated to go to that race like versus 10 people that... They're not big. Yeah. Yeah. Without, like, I mean, and like, you cut me off if we're short on time, but without... No, nope, uh, we're short on time. No, <laughs> without, like, giving away all of it, you know, this crit that our series that we're trying to put on. Yeah. Right? Like, the idea behind that, too, is that to make it affordable and to make it something that, like, you can involve the community in. Because, for instance, like, what brought me into cycling was seeing the downtown criterium, right? And what I've heard yeah. from others, it was seeing those types of fast-paced, like, all-out efforts. And you can make that totally accessible within like an industrial park or whatever is like that, right? And I'm thinking like if we can bring out some food trucks and things sure. like that, so it's more of a like we hang out on a Wednesday, Thursday night and yeah. ride bikes hard and get some kids involved. So there's like an A group, B group, and a kids group. Now we did, we did. He and I did talk at length about he, uh, the the main thing they could probably help more with is is some of those more contained courses Mm -hmm. now a major road race out on you know 50 80 miles of roads is that's where you run into problem but it uh, he also mentioned specific things like um, cars and the fact that you don't need to provide insurance for every car individual drivers with their with their personal insurance is fine um we talked about obtaining permit processes for for something like a downtown crit. He says yeah, we had, and he used a lot of terms that went way over my head. But I'm sure that when I talk to the people to try and secure a permit in, in a in a more metropolitan area, not a business park crit or something like that, uh, they would want to know these things. Mm-hmm. You know, and he says we have the blam blam and the you know, or whatever they are. But he says they will ask about these things and tell them we have them. And 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 so, 
I, I, this is this has become over the last several podcasts a one-sided argument because we are all you know we we don't yeah. know USAC's perspective on this, and they are a national governing body. They have become the bad guys in this situation. Now, can I can we you know can we ask? And I'm sure we could, um, but I, I I refuse to believe that that I can talk to a guy in Oregon who has all the problems figured out for us here in Washington to be able to put on races and have our asses covered so we don't lose our house or if somebody gets hurt to have the medical bills covered that it can be that simple from them and they even have races in California happening why why is this a problem why is our major national governing body with a much larger budget unable to do this does California and the east coast are what matter that's where the money is yeah so that's where they're they're dumping all of the the resources and all the officials and everything like that. Well, like I'm they're building it all in those there areas. There is a California promoter who is using NABRA to put on his races because it is a more affordable option. He's not using USAC. Hmm. So USAC needs to either, you know, step up to the plate and explain themselves. Yes, I understand that they're trying to put on, you know, mass, major UCI development programs and stuff and stuff like that. I don't care about my license fee. I care about people being able to put on races and being yeah. nickel and dime to death. I'll pay my yearly license fee. I don't give a flying fuck, uh, you know. Yeah. But I care about That's the fact. I, yeah, that is. But I care about the fact that a local club isn't going to put on a race because they can't afford four officials. They can't afford every car to be insured. They can't afford to get the permits. Yeah. And and then some asshole's going to ask him where the hell is you know his <clears throat> free set of wheels are because he raced. You know his participation trophy assholes um so you know i just i just i think we i think there's a lot to go on here and i think this is obviously something that's going to continue and i need to get to the bike races that happened over the weekend uh we really there was a bike race. there were there were a couple there were a couple we in fact uh, during our time off the two biggest one day races didn't did we broadcast we did before Flanders. Before Flanders. So uh, the two biggest races on the pro road calendar happened, and it truly didn't disappoint. First, everybody, the Tour de Flanders, in case you're living under a rock. Todd A showing pure dominance. Matthew asking him to stick to the Grand Tours. Mads Pedersen coming through for third after getting away in an early break. Wout could only manage fourth. Hmm. Shouldn't he give it away that Ken Belgum, right? No, no. He did the right thing. Yeah. You still think so? Mm-hmm. I still do. Miss Palmares don't. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, talk to me about the race, gentlemen. Uh, we, you know, we'll obviously you know kind of s- summarize and and you know talk about our own personal reflections because I have a feeling by this point, everybody listening to the show knows who won and who did what. But your thoughts on the sheer power of Tadej Pogacar with his relentless attacking in that race? Does this man does d- d- does this mean anything in terms of? Is is he shooting his bullets too soon in the season? Anyway, go, Paul. Yeah, you've got your shaking. Um, your head. No, I don't think so. I think he's an uh, extraordinary individual. Um, we're seeing Merckxian. Uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, even Merck says, yeah. Now this is probably the closest person that came to me. You know, but I think he's a smart, clever guy. Uh, at E three, he went to the sprint with uh, Wout and and Matthew and. He said, I can't do it. He goes, those guys blow my doors off. Yeah. I can't have it. So, I mean, you could see in, in E3, he was attacking every corner. He was backing off, and he's he couldn't get anywhere. They had too much power. 
So he knew that he made a statement on the second time at Quermont that he was going to he has to do an attack, and he said, "On a hill, total Babe yeah, Ruth move. Call in your shot, you know." Like, well, I, uh, I don't think he telegraphed. Well, everybody knew he had to. Yeah, I mean, and, and Matthew said it was in the in the Kreuzberg where um, where Matthew attacked, and that's where Wild got dropped on that part. Uh, but then it was down to those two. But anyway, uh. Tade said on the last time up Pattersburg, he thought he was going to hit the wall. He was done. Mm. He was fried. And he says, once I got over the top, I thought, all I got to do is go full gas. And Matthew said, that guy was just unstoppable. It's no way to match him. Yeah. So I think so he. So cool. Yeah. To know, <laughs> know so what you have cool. to do. He threw the dice down. This is where I got to go. It's going to be a long haul. He buckled down and he performed. Nothing's better than doing a plan. Sticking to the plan and making it work. I mean, yeah. look at the two different body styles there. Yeah. 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 That is so cool. Mm-hmm. Like, that's bike racing is so awesome, especially classics. Yeah. Yeah. You got a, a mixture of people that that's that's what's so I mean, there's no like reason that Tade should be that good on classics. Like, he's so light, right? I mean, it just, those cobbles should beat the snot out of him, but he is. Such a good rider, like somebody like Matthew. It's like, oh yeah, no, you're, you're yeah. obviously be a good co- like, cobble rider. Do we see him winning a uh, Roubaix anytime? He what says he, he has to put, put on three, like, three more kilos. Yeah. yeah, you bounce around a little bit. The, yeah, the, co- uh, the cobbles and well, we when Terry Preem was here for Paris yeah. Roubaix when we were watching, he said when he did, and he's pretty light. He's yeah. a lighter guy. He says he couldn't even make it all the way through Armbrick Forest. He had to stop. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's halfway. Yeah, halfway. Yeah. And he's not, he's no, Terry's no, no, we no, 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 yeah, got Terry's got Terry's hero. Yeah, Terry's yeah. got, Terry's got, yep. he's got power. He's got mm. bulls. Bulls. <laughs> bulls. Okay, uh, let's address the, uh, the Flanders monster elephant in the room, the crash, the crash that took out the majority of the field. Mm. The crash where one rider decided to surf himself across a grass patch. I don't even know the rider's name, and I'm not going to mention the rider's name because I don't want to. Because he's already not anymore. in the world tour anymore. Hey, really? I'm just kidding. Yeah, Probably, might be, might I don't know. Um, uh, okay, so we know Sam's opinion on the crash. Yeah. Um, I, I, I have a differing opinion on the crash. Does anybody want to want to start? Well, do yours. I personally think that um, that uh, I, I think I read it someplace, so it's not originally my idea. Is, is this concept of when a team director tells you to get your ass to the front of the field? You get your ass to the front of the field, or you're out of a job. And yeah. I, I'm not saying this is what was going through his earpiece at the time. I'm saying he was taking advantage and trying to get through a section uh, as quickly as he can. How many times do we see riders jumping over traffic islands, going through going through uh, grassy areas of people's yards? This, if you look at that clip, that section he rode through, from what I could see on the cameras, looked like grass. Mm-hmm. It looked like a grassy patch. But it also disappeared from road, right? It was like he was fine. It was it road, was... but then it was grass, and yeah. then he, he could get over there. He hit that that and his grass wheel disappeared. And yeah, he he dropped to his ankle his axles in water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he did all he could to stay upright and mm-hmm. not die. And unfortunately, those human knee-jerk reactions sent him flying into the field. I don't. I don't. Like. I. My comment was not that I don't think that that was his. I don't think that was his fault. I think he was. Yeah, pushing the limits, but everybody mm-hmm. does that. 
he got really unlucky there. Oh, Jesus. Um, but it's not like, God, you, the dude would never try to take out. Nobody's going to do that on purpose. No, yeah, like yeah. that's an awful crash. He was probably, I mean, look at, pause his face like halfway oh. through that thing and there's poop in his pants. Yeah, and he's <laughs> like, you know, he's like, he's wondering if he's going to survive this. Yeah. And, you, and you see him at the end look back and be like, oh, no. He clicked his foot he, out and just went, oh, shit. Yep. Yeah. He, I mean, he felt bad. Like, that wasn't, yeah. that's not his fault. He's just pushing the limits. He's being an athlete. Yeah. That sucks. Like, yeah. I would never want to be in his position. But I also agree that it was a good call that he's disqualified because, like, yeah. he did ruin a lot of riders' days. I mean, Watt was, Watt was in that crash, right? A lot of people, everybody yeah. was yeah. in that crash. He yeah. his knee on that. That's what yeah. he banged his knee on. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so. that's my thought. So, this is, this is my take on it. I think it has been a rule for quite some time that they cannot use bike paths. And they're, the UCI, again, But comes, they do. Well, they, yeah. but they call it. So Luke Rowe in 2018 in Flanders kind of got forced out and took a bike path just to get around this corner. He didn't really advance or anything, but he took this bike path, and they were trying to push it. He gets, you know, disqualified, but it takes him an hour while he's racing and kind of altering, yeah. you know, the whole race course. Changing said, the oh, by the way, the you were on a bike path. You're out of here. Yeah. So... He didn't even touch anybody. He didn't. He didn't advance. Didn't do anything. So Luke Rowe gets penalized. Now that every there was more people behind him going over, moving over, on that bike path to this rider from Bahrain. Yeah, and it was just one of those things where now they're punishing him for the destruction. It's like, how about the people that were behind him that were on the bike path? They didn't get penalized. Yeah, it was. So that's the part that's frustrating to me is there's no consistency yeah. with the UCI. Now, on his side, immediately they they did so the UCI did disqualify him immediately, which is a good move instead of having him be in the part of yeah. the whole race. Oh Jesus! But he, Could you he went on the Twitter awkward and, and apologized yeah. he, immediately. He knew he screwed up yeah. and he felt absolutely like shit. He got fined. And they're looking to actually even do more punishment, like mm. suspend them out. That sucks. If that was and grass, he's like 20, yeah. 22, 21. If that patch was grass, yeah, that sucks. Mm-hmm. If it was truly regular grass, we wouldn't be talking about this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, so I don't think that he should have. I don't think he should be fined further or dis, you know, like held from further races. It's he's just racing. I mean. I mean, yeah, if anything, been... make his team pay for some of the other team's losses and yeah. equipment. Sure. Yeah. And let's call it. Why does UCI get any? The fines yeah. are stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys ever caused massive crash? You just <laughs> took this from me, and I love it that you did Segway. that. Segway. Yes. Because I have. You have? A big one? Uh, I don't know if I caused it, but I was uh, one of the insiders. It sounds like I caused it. Did you? Insiders. It was, we're going into the final lap in a crit, and some guy starts pushing on me, and I push back harder, and he fell. And then he. Oh, yeah. He went into a guardrail, right? Well, he fell into me, pushed me into a guardrail. My hand went in, you know, stopped immediately. And and then, like, it it took out three quarters. Yeah. Took out, it, it, uh, taco to aluminum frame, the down tube just went. Your friend, yeah, mine. Oh, okay. Um, and it took out three quarters of the field behind us. Uh, and I felt horrible, obviously, but also like the guy pushed, I pushed harder back, and it was just one of those situations where it was like we were just racing, and nobody had any malintent. Yeah. I think they would have let me finish if my bike wasn't totaled, and my brain wasn't concussed. <laughs> but, 
from <laughs> the guardrail. Yeah. From the guardrail that I hit with my face. Yeah. It is. He kept doing circles going, Mom, Mom, yeah. Mom, 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 Mom. <laughs> Why am I in Oklahoma? <laughs> yeah. Oklahoma, Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't think that, like, I don't, you know, the yeah. guy, actually, here's the crazy part about this story. That was in Oklahoma City. And oh. I, I moved, <laughs> okay. it was actually in Oklahoma. I moved to Denver later and was racing, and I was just, I was on a on the way to a race in Denver. And I ran into some guy, I was like, man, this guy looks so familiar. I can't figure this out. Where do I know this guy from? And I start talking to him, like, have you, uh, what, what big races have you done recently? Because I'd, I'd recently finished, like, a lot of the um, big Midwest crit series. And we start talking about races, and like, oh, you did the OKC Pro Am. What, what field were you in? And he's like, oh, yeah, I was in the one-two field. I was like, until the oh, last lap. Yeah, he's like, yeah. until the last lap. I had a pretty bad crash, and I was like, oh, I think I was in that crash. That's crazy. What what happened to you? And he was like, yeah, I was at the front. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I got pushed into the guard, or I fell into somebody who went in the guardrail, and I got hauled, he got hauled off in the ambulance. He, I think he broke his femur. Oh! Did, please say oh. you just said nothing like, well, see it you later. Little, it got a little awkward. But he had nothing against me. Wow. He was not mad. He was just like, yeah, we were racing and like that sucked. But I think that was really cool in the end. That like we, it was a total accident. We're out in the middle of Denver now. Well, and ran into have the a nice guy. day. I mean, <laughs> it, wasn't I like, like. it wasn't like we were going to get a beer afterwards, but it was, <laughs> oh, it, it was not like. hostile. Like, oh, sorry, it's that, that to you. If yeah. you've seen Dumb and Dumber, it's when uh, Jim Carrey standing there with two guys outside of a 7 Eleven. He's like, hmm, Slurpees, huh? And they're like, yeah. He goes, well, see you later. <laughs> I mean, it was it wasn't far off from that. It was not. It wasn't just a quick yeah. moment of crickets. Just yeah. like <gasps> yeah. we oh, both boy. were sitting there, just like, oh god, <laughs> this is awkward. But you know, he wasn't. Mad, None of us have ever done that. The rest of us haven't done that. I haven't done that. I don't. In, yeah, I don't think. I've been in so many crashes. I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, I might have had something. You know, grabbed the brakes and somebody didn't mm-hmm. wasn't paying attention and they hit hit another wheel and went flying. I off did like, have a series of incidents that. Um, in a local training series, there was a criterium, um, and this two guys from the same team 
it was a slow left hand corner, and they kept moving in, and they this one guy run ran into me, and he starts pushing me into where I was going to overlap a wheel, and I just gave him a chicken wing and pushed him out a little bit, <laughs> and then he did it again because he's trying to move up on the outside. And it's like he's coming by and he's like, I'm not, this is my location. I'm not going to do it. Well, later in the race, I started feeling bad and I was in the back of the pack. And he did it to someone else and he ended up crashing in, into the ditch. And it caused me to go in the ditch because he was in front of me. And everybody, well, he thought, and I probably to this day thought I was the one that caused the crash because a couple of times I've given him a chick, chicken wing. And so um, the next weekend, the next week in the series, uh, Alex, who ran the race, yeah. and he told me to to knock that shit off. That you know, and you're like, but I didn't and do it's that like, shit. What? And and you know, evil Mark Kanoki said he was with me in the back. He goes, Paul wasn't there. He was, yeah. but to the to this day, the guy thought I was the guy that pushed. You know, what? I mean, I've oh. shut the door on people, but that's not like that's not causing a crash that's just the same as my sh- wheels in front of yours it's the yeah. same thing as like what i think i said like last matthew time. did to uh yeah to that's the, not the, the, i don't know exactly but like it's you remember doing the uh wenatchee stage race and i led everybody through the corner and half the field crashed out it's you know i lost half my shoe is that your fault <laughs> half your shoe the right half of my shoe is he, he, now gone. I was I went into a curb that was a foot tall and like <laughs> I rubbed, railed. I didn't fall, but like Sam went through, the next guy went through, I go through, and I'm rubbing my foot, and everybody behind me is down. You're <laughs> into the curb, the one foot because curb. I railed yes, it. So like hard it's hitting that. my my so, outside foot. But that's not my curb. fault. But genuinely, no, how is that your fault? If you if you take an insane line into a corner and everybody has to, they, do they have to hold your wheel? No, no. they can just go. I'm going to touch my brakes here and let that asshole crash. Not mm-hmm. my fault. It wasn't. No. I'm innocent. Yep. Okay. Let's jump to let's jump to Perry Roubaix. Let's jump to the crash heard round the world uh, of of John Dagenkolb. Everybody, I think, was cheering for John Dagenkolb, especially if I you're know. over the age. Of, mm-hmm. Especially if you're over the age of thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody was just like, "Oh no, my God, this is gonna be so cool." Yeah. <laughs> what? You know, in fact, you could tell that here in the studio we had our both our TVs on a time delay, and one of them who saw the crash first, and I looked into here into the studio, and all you guys were just going, "What? What? You what do? Happened? Yeah." Ah! You know, the whole room just erupted and screams at you know at eight yeah. o'clock in the morning in, in our neighborhood. But uh, um, uh, we, we we have a situation of, of Jasper Philipson um, swerving in to take the dirt road line, which oh I don't know could be a patch of grass. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. Um, and and Matthew Vanderpool going in with him, and Degenkolb, who was already in that patch of grass, that path, getting swept out. Mm-hmm. Is that malicious? The, let's let's put our voices into what the entire internet can't shut the fuck up about, mm-hmm. because everybody's armchair quarterbacking this thing. I yeah, I'll be short and quick on it because I think you guys might have longer opinions. I would just <laughs> say, like, Philipson's bars are in front, so like, so you're going bar placement? Yeah, I'm going okay. bar placement, and I think that it's like super shitty what happened, but. I just think that, yeah, his bars were in front, so that means it is his wheel. All right. Well, I look at it this way. Um, Jasper was in the lead, and, and Matthew was on his wheel, and that's when Dagenkolb came up in that 
at a certain point, he was ahead of Matthew. Mm-hmm. And I think Matthew was going to it looked like he started accelerating to shoot the gap between he and Jasper, but at the same time, Jasper was like on the same, you know, thinking, yeah. like, I'm going to the oh, to the shit. dirt on the side. That looks good. Yeah. yeah, and it's going to be an overlap. I think Matthew had no place to go. I mean, he was going to overlap a wheel and take out, he's going to take out Dagenkolb anyway, mm-hmm. you know, like pinballs, yeah. you know, so... Um, and and he, if you look at it straight on, he's he did the old chicken wing just to like, you know, protect himself too. Hold That's just natural. Steady. Yeah, <laughs> and and it's a bummer. Everybody hold. <laughs> Fudge. So, <laughs> but you know, once Matthew shot because Dagenkolb looked a little bit ahead of Matthew, and then you could see him kind of like point like he was just going to accelerate and shoot that gap. Yeah, but that was the same time. Jasper went they over. Came over. Yeah, and then yeah. he's like, "Oh crap!" He slows. He must have touched the brakes because then, then uh, Dagenkolb was kind of back and front, yeah. and then boom! What a heartbreaker like, for yeah, yeah. for John Dagenkolb. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, there's not a whole lot of pair of bays that he's going to have at the at the the narrow end of the peloton, and uh, and that was just that was just that was a devastating one to take. So, um. We we all gathered here and and had our little festivities and things like that. Um, I do want to ask you guys about, uh, especially um, the women's race. Um, I thought it was one of the more exciting bike races I have seen in a while, and I'm not. I don't care about gender. It was an amazing race. Uh, the 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 idea, and I'm quote, I'm I'm paraphrasing from what the the female commentator herself was saying, that this concept of this early long break in women's racing is not a regularly mm-hmm. pr- practiced exactly. t- tactic, mm. and um, it, it was almost as if there was this there were these moments of confusion within the peloton. And especially when you've got riders like Mariana Voss, who are who had to have a bike bike change and was still chasing up, that there were moments where there was confusion ensuing, where Jumbo Visma probably didn't want to chase until Mariana Voss got back on, and then when they started to organize a chase, uh, Lisa Longoborghini crashed and and took out a good portion of that chasing group. They all, most of them, I think, all got back up, but um, it was it was pretty darn chaotic. But it led to an amazing finale. Um, would that break have stayed away if we didn't see some of those crashes or some of those bizarre moments? What do you think? I mean, all racers, and that's just Paris-Roubaix. I think that's what's unique about this race, and that's yeah. why everybody's so passionate about it. But I think uh, just to touch on Voss, when she had her mechanical, I, I'm like, where are her teammates? Yeah. She was on her own. And it's like whether she already knew she was maybe not having the best day. I don't know. It was bizarre. The whole race was not like, and I've heard it from even uh, Allison Jackson said, you know, they watched the men's race and these breakaways. That, you know, this is a new race to all all the women. This is a third year. Yeah. So they had to change. People had to change the formula. If you weren't one of the, you know, if you're not Trek's, you know, Segafredo, one of the major, yeah, machines. who's won the yeah. both both you know uh, uh, races that that had been raced there, um, or SD Works is just a power. You have to come yeah. up with something, and so they just threw it out there and dealing with equipment and everything because 
women typically are lighter so it can run different gears different yeah. you know uh equipment and that type of thing so i think it it's gonna make it really exciting next year even on top yeah. of that and yeah it was unique for women's racing and again this is what what yeah. you know the best we were talking about breakaways when you are not a quality i mean one of the heavy hitters you have to bank on that all all the heads of state that are going to win or selected riders are going to have infighting because that's the only way you're going to win is go off and hope that they start bickering yeah that i can't you know you do it and that's what happened that's 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 a classic, lot of classic around. cycling yeah you know yeah. So and that's what made it exciting. Yeah. Man, yeah, that was good. And did you see how close they got at one oh, point? Like yeah. in the it was, co- like it was second within comp- ten seconds. Yeah, it was they had so nine seconds close. at one nine, point. Yeah, it was so close. And uh, I mean, um, Allison Jackson, Jackson. Thank you, yeah. uh, man. She was lighting up that front. She like, was. She was. I mean, yelling she, at people like, "Let's fucking go! Yeah. This yeah. is it! This yeah. is our chance, you guys!" Yeah. yeah, and that's so cool. Like, she was a motivator on the, and she was driving a lot. Like, I mean, she was on the front pulling yeah. people, and then she's like, "Oh yeah, I'll, by the way, I'll sprint you all." Yeah. And dude, oh my God, she sprinted like like Jan Ulrich climbing oh. a mountain. With, she was like Just. everybody else is in like a seventeen, and she's in like a twelve. She, she was like, like fighting her bike. Just like, but it worked, man! It worked. It was awesome. And what a cool, what a cool. I had I had very little to know about her personality and who she was, but oh my God, I grabbed my phone. I'm like. Follow Whatever her on social, social media. Is. She's Jeez. she's fun to follow. She's hilarious, and yep. she seems what a cool victor. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, and um, so gets off and starts dancing. Yeah, and yet uh, the UCI didn't penalize the bucket hat on the podium. You know, mm-hmm. you were waiting for him to just yeah. get mad about that. Mm. Measure the brim. No, yeah. let's be honest. Yeah. Regulation. Other takeaways from from uh, Perry Roubaix men's and women's. Um, you know, the Yumbo Visma uh, plan that was perfect until one flat tire. You know, any any Sucks. anybody have another reflection? I on, swear on, to God, if you say today. anything about disc brakes, I'll lose my mind. Paul was saying stuff during the broadcast. I'm not going to even touch that. I already know. Thank you. Everybody's thinking the same thing anyway. <laughs> I will. I will. Okay, touch then. On, See I you will later. T- yep. touch on tubeless though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we Who saw an Aaron Brick Forest. There, almost everybody was on oh. tubeless, <clears throat> and that one guy who's whose front wheel just came completely off yeah. and oh, you yeah. could see yeah. you know all that sealant yeah. splattering across the cobbles well that would be nice to go across but yeah. um Luke Rowe on uh on uh his podcast was talking about it. he said I he goes I'm just telling you tubeless without having inserts I know it it causes 2 to 3 watts you know slower to yeah. have those inserts but he says those you flat and you burp, and you goes, and I've experienced it too. And you've seen people, you lose that. You're on skates. Yeah. And he goes, I I can't imagine on these descents. These guys are descending, and if they don't have those, that wheel is coming off. And Roger Thompson, drink, drink. Yeah. Or you break, that. or you break your rim. Hi, Jackson. Yeah. So, yeah. And once that happens, you was this tubeless? Yeah. Well, no, Jackson, he, had, he, had, he had a he, wasn't. he had clincher. But, yeah. Yeah. But anyway. The, the part that frustrates me is like, well, if that was a tubular and that came off, you've got a suspension. you got a fine. Yeah. But they're yeah. allowing tubeless to, like, blow off and 
So it's it's kind of interesting. Man, I white stuff all over the countryside like Monica Lewinsky's are, dress. Cobbles <laughs> are one of the only places that I would still run tubular. I think tubular is still far superior on the cobbles than tubeless. Yeah, for pinch flatting, for that, sure, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Because you don't have you don't get pinch flats on right. tubulars. There's no rim to there's no well, rim to, to pinch, pinch. Yeah. and then they're less likely to blow. And then if you yeah. do yeah. get a total flat, I mean, man, that thing's glued on there. I've mm-hmm. still taken turns on a flat tubular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm not a. We're pro. all starting to agree with Paul. I'm not a pro. Well, on that, that's that particular race, and then some situations. I mean, sure. even disc brakes are. I'll even admit they're better in and rim brakes in some situations, but as an amateur cyclist, it's it, going to a bike race. Uh, I can't. What? I can't afford that. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, just not. It's not. A, there's brakes. no advantage for me at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just costs so much to yeah. have. Like, oh crap! I need a rear wheel. One forty or one sixty. Yeah. You know, yeah. disc, yeah. and it's like, oh, there goes your race. Yep. And then you ha- you don't have pros with power drills changing it yeah. out. You're like. Or you, you got to carry your or you tool, got, or they've been sitting yeah. in the back. They've been sitting in the back of a wheel rig, and all yeah. the rotors are bent. <laughs> yeah, yep. and they have to match up too. Yeah. So each wheel set, they don't like a rim brake. You can just open up your calipers, and you're fine. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. I uh, will stop bashing uh, disc brakes because um, I have to have them at some time. How about Yumbo Visma's helmets? I know they had a cause. I know they were yeah, important, <laughs> but. Um, I think they were fine. I don't really care. Whatever. Really? Yeah, it didn't bother me. It's what I want to wear it every day. No. If if a team gave me a helmet to wear for one day and it had yeah. a brain on it, I'd be like, cool. Let's represent. What was their point? Like brain injury? Yeah, yeah, yeah brain like, injury. Don't we all wear helmets? Like, come on. Yeah. Like, yeah. Would, who's not wearing a helmet bring, on a bike anymore? Let's bring extra awareness by, I don't know, having the riders wear helmets. With what it's protecting on yeah, the outside that's what I mean. instead of the yeah inside. yeah on the outside that's yeah that's that's gray man it, it should have been gray there the is, brain should have been gray it's true. that would have been yeah. better oh the irony is that they're still having brain injuries with helmets, with helmets. Mm-hmm. yeah so don't say anything because then we're gonna be on gigantic like uh, no, uh, and I'm not saying that, I'm not saying don't it might as well not wear a helmet then yeah yeah, yeah. But, or the um, old ones that just have like the, the hairnets yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I had I had one of those. I'm sure you did. I'm 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 going to ask the question. <clears throat> I'm going to ask the question. I don't know. Is men's bike racing boring right now because we're seeing the same people no. at the front? I'm going to ask that every time one of these three guys wins. Are we are, are we getting boring? David's David's on the fence. I mean, yes and no. It's nice to watch the three of them duke it out. Yeah, but it is like we're we're talking about the races every week, and I'm like, mm. it's just changed. Yeah. It's just like bike racing is in a different state right now. We which is the, cool. We have the Amstel Gold Race roster right in front of us. Mm-hmm. How many of you did not circle Tadej Pogacar's name? You'd be a fool. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's raced 16 times this year, and he's and won then, 10. And then yeah. how many of you didn't immediately look to Albus and Phoenix? And immediately look like to Albison DeCoinick. Oh, no, DeCoinick, DeCoinick, Appleton. And then look to Yumbo to yeah. look for those other two names. We yeah. all did, right? Yep. Yep. Is that potentially boring bike racing? Nope. No. No. Okay. No. All right. Fine. No, because no. they keep mixing it up. Okay. And it's yeah. like, it's just these sheer dominating power performances that are so cool. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to back that up because Ghana 
said that he, <laughs> oh he's gonna, gonna uh, be off the back. Well, he said he his legs <laughs> felt good at the Kafor, and that's and then the big crash happened. So you think about that race was really exciting until shit happened on the Kafor, and we had yeah. 16 kilometers left. Dagen Cole goes down. There's a split. Uh, Wild attacks, drops everybody, and Matthew fights to get back on. And he, and, and he gets on because Wout has a flat. Yeah. And oh, Wout was gone. He was. No, Wout was gone. Wout not was, before. No, was, no, no, no way. Before, if he didn't get a flat, Wout's gone. No. You no, lie you, like a you're rug. Wrong. Because cause he, he attacks, and Ghana said. Denial ain't just goes, a I river thought, in Egypt, Sam. <laughs> yeah. And Ghana said, when they attacked, he goes, I thought I had good legs. And he's like, I couldn't do anything. Yeah. Because when Wild attacked, it was like, and there's 16 kilometers left, and he had that much gas. Mm. He goes, it's over. But then he saw him on the side of the road getting a stupid disc wheel change. <laughs> oh, my God. But, it, hey, here's something. If that it was, was a rim his, break, that it was would his, not have uh, been any faster. Wout's, Wout's uh, guy on that corner did the wheel change, and he did do it pretty fast. was the guy that does the pits in his cyclocross races. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he plays That's lucky. This is gonna. I got to transition into our topic, which is brought to us by our friends at Perry Street we Brewing. We haven't even gotten to our topic. I haven't. No. Brought to us by our... Well, we got to fly through it now Thank because you, you guys just won't shut the heck up. Uh, but th- brought to us by our friends at Perry Street Brewing. If you live in the Spokane region, get to the Perry District. Get to the Perry Street Brewing and just... Drink just all bask, of the beer. Just bask in the beauty. What were you saying? That, the, the beer they just had the on Hellas. tap? That's Hellas? Oh, I like the so, check. The check the is check? so good. Mm. Get yourself a ramen Rito. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't do the ramen Rito. I just do the the pork burrito with a banh mi burrito style. But have you had a ramen Rito? Have you had it? It's got a burrito and no, does, no, no, should no, not no, have no, noodles no, no, no. in it. So you haven't even on had it. On principle or because it. you've had it? All right, disregard. Noodles, he hasn't, he hasn't noodles and burritos don't. What talking about. I have seen it. You I'm just not going to eat it you because it, put it you in can put pork in it. It's a heart attack coming to your plate. Yeah. It's a car burrito. Yeah. Car burrito. <laughs> Carburetor. Anyway, their beer is brilliant, mm-hmm. and they're actually their food is actually really good. And I just bashed a food item, so thanks for everything, you guys. I understand if you just want to go off into the sunset. <laughs> <laughs> this year's Perry Roubaix, in case you weren't paying attention, was the fastest on record, just at thirty miles per hour, forty-six kilometers an hour. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Euro over cobbles and not finally no, fully miles. dry ones at that. Um, the conspiracy theories are flying already. Is it the quality of the riders? Is it the equipment? Is it the youth element in the Peloton? Are they doping? Are they motor doping? Let's break down and try to figure out what's going on that's either making these guys so damn fast or um, are we just in a magical time with rainbows and unicorns and fancy magical powers and little boys <laughs> with scars on their foreheads? I, I that's think, a Harry uh, Potter joke. I'm going to start this because you guys probably have other great things to say, but <clears throat> there's, there's a, I can't remember who said it, but the smartest person to ever live, it is a different, I'm right here. Same, but different. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Statistically speaking was probably like before civilization was even really civilized. Like if you look at the amount of people that we've had on earth, like, and, and the fact that, you know, intelligence is just random. And then you think about 
these athletes that come, you know, once every couple of year, every decade or so, yeah, the fastest person to ever, you know, come onto a bike, you get one of those like every 10 years. So do we have a Peloton of just a bunch of fast people? No. So I don't think it's that. So it's either drugs, equipment, or the fact that conditions are getting better. Now Con- you guys go ahead. Conditions. Mm. When you so say conditions, statistics. do you mean like... Well, in the Rubeh, it doesn't count, but in like Global other, warming is making the, it better? Well, yeah. Well, I, to I, be fair, th- warmer mm-hmm. air is thinner, but... Oh. So you have less mm-hmm. wind resistance in warmer air. Yeah. I was going to say road conditions now versus like the 70s. You continually redo roads and make... You know, these rides are mm-hmm. on better roads. Yeah. Except the Roubaix the is, yeah, 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 the Roubaix yeah. is on... So that doesn't apply there. So it's either the technology or... Or, you know, God forbid, doping. And I think it's the technology personally. So I like that. Yeah. That makes that warms the cockles. Of I'll take it since I'm going to be the also second shortest. I've been asked this question so many times since oh, I've been just yeah. repeating second it. Short, wait, you think I'm going to get long winded? Oh, what the hell? <laughs> Do we have enough time for Paul to talk We got 20 minutes left okay. in the show. Yeah. Well, that's not really enough. Short, yeah. You get three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will just say that I've been asked this over and over again because I've been just playing it on repeat this week at the clinic. And, um, like people asking, man, they're flying. Like, do you think that these guys are doping? And I personally think that we have, we're in this magical state of our performance is optimized. I mean, we have things that are so dialed for like science as far as like how we're training these superhumans, human machine. Oh my gosh. Like it, and it started with sky, right? So like they've just absolutely taken that over with these like Matthew Tade and, I mean, uh, yeah. wow, like they're, those guys are unreal. So I'm just going to say, like, I think that things are just optimized. $800 I think in chain lube kind of thing yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. I, I really don't think, I mean, we have so many guys, like, if you look back in the days of, like, Voldemort and stuff, like, it was one guy that was just super doped up and on a great regiment, right, that yeah. was able to walk away from everyone. Yeah. That's not happening. Like, there are several that are doing that. So, I don't know. Paul? Are they? Well, I would say climate change has a lot to do with it. And we were talking about the conditions. So, really? okay. um, wow. When, so, <laughs> yeah, look at that. Up until Greg Van Avermaet, what did he win in 2017? 2017 was the fastest. Prior to that was 1964 with Peter Post. Yeah. Wow. That's Bender. because Bender. your mic's so far away from your face. I have your mic so cranked up <laughs> that it's, that it's speaking it of the dog. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'll stick in my dog. mouth. <laughs> Just, just put, put it about an inch away from your face. There you go. Okay. So, you don't have to stay there the whole time. You can like, I'm going to say something now, and then I can back away. Anyway, Paul. Okay. So, Peter Poss, <laughs> 1964 was the record up until Greg Van Avramat's here. All those have been clocked with tailwinds. All these oh. have been tailwinds. Now, Greg Van Avramat, I think, is number f- three. Number four is still Peter Poss. Wow. In 64. And you start looking, there's some in the top 15. They're still in 1949. They're in the in the list of the fastest so Perry Hubei. So suck your theories. So yeah. the thing is, is you, tailwind is a big thing. when Because it, it primarily just goes north. So if it's... Yep. No, and they zigzag, but they're going to have a tail, tail uh, crosswind, you know. Um, and then it has to be a dry one, too. And this is a fairly dry. There was some wet sections and stuff. But... Uh, also, you start looking, well, now from from 2017 to now, we have three that are ahead of Peter Post. Yeah. And they were tailwind, but now we start seeing these newer guys coming in. And I think equipment. And I've mentioned before, 
like my times up or segments and stuff before yeah. I had like carbon fiber bike and and a bike that weighs 15 pounds it's like god almighty what that was a huge thing you were doing technology yeah but you you are now doing similar times but in your youth you were still doing pretty fast i was doing fast times but but i i i I can bet you in my 40s i was beating my some of my times in in my 20 i don't have any real records that's gear that's equipment but i know the people that i ride and train with I'm now just like flying past them when it was a struggle before. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, it, and then Perry Bay, you'll look, boy, wider tires do make sense, you know. Yeah. They're running 30s, 32s in there. Mm. Um, so they're getting less, well, they're getting just as many flats, apparently. Yeah. But, um, but it, they're not fatigued from, from the, you know, so. Arnberg Forest looked yeah. like a snow globe from all the white stuff flying all <laughs> yeah, over the place. Exactly. But, you know, yeah, somebody somebody frocked yeah, the Arnberg Forest right. from all the mm-hmm. ceiling. It was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I think Winona there's riders more. spinning around in the center. <laughs> Edward Scissorhands. Oh, what is the sun? Oh, this oh, is beautiful. Oh, yeah. So I, I think that, and I what I don't want is doping. Yeah, I just it, it's kind of hard for me to swallow. But it, if somebody said, "Oh no." It comes out that the dead and I'll be like, well, but I think there's fecal more transplants. Yeah, yeah. fecal transplants. <laughs> on, it would get, it would go two back fingers. To yeah. So I think there's there's a there's <laughs> whoa whole fish up there. Whoa. whoa, yeah. Using an ice cream scooper. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. <laughs> let's let's break down some theories let's break down some theories for throughout history okay by the way that warms my heart to think that we are either all sitting around this bar living in denial or <laughs> or there are potentially some reasons to explain why these guys is going so damn fast mm-hmm. yes there's probably some some dietary some medic sure. medical things that are that are legal hopefully going on are they, they all are, taking hits of albuterol before they well, maybe at some point. Sure. And one thing yeah. I, I forgot to add is tactics. Yeah. Now, now, and and even back with before television, like GCN Plus, we only got the last hour and a half. Yeah. And you hear these old pros, like even Sean Kelly and stuff like that. There was guys who were just chatting and stuff, and the breakaway yeah. get they would just control the breakaway, and as soon as they heard the helicopters, they knew that it's time to pick it up because here comes the TVs. And and then it was just slammed. Then it was game So on. that's where a lot of that speed's picked up. Now we have television that's like kilometer zero. No, that breakaway in the men's race never got more than two minutes. Yeah. That's so what's going to accelerate. We just restored faith in bike racing. <clears throat> yeah. It's not the drugs. It's mm-hmm. everything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank God. It's the way the race is. Let's uh, a quick responses. Other th- uh, conspiracy theories throughout history. Okay. You can. I, I will give you a sentence, preferably a yes or no. For, uh, for example, our first one is the Bernardino Greg LeMond uh, uh, Tour de France. Did Bernardino truly want to win the sixth tour, or did he just make Greg LeMond work for it? Was he playing a teammate and keeping things exciting, or did he want to truly steal? Does anybody have any reflection on that tour? Truly steal. You thought he was he's being a prick and mm-hmm. wanted to steal the race. He, yeah, he is a prick. He's French. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and not like I mean, yeah, that's a yeah. well-known thing. Absolutely, he's gonna. Uh, you know, I think he wanted Greg to earn it. Yeah, David. But, 
Uh, David, you need to watch a documentary on yeah, ESPN. Yeah, need to watch a documentary. Yeah. You don't know what it is. Slaying the Badger. Slaying the Badger. Head in the sand. Written by I Richard keep for, Moore. I keep forgetting <laughs> how young you guys are, so never mind. I've You're seen it. Um, the Motor Dome. Oh, I, by the way, I think uh, Bernardino did not give him the tour. I, I think. I think he fought. Yeah, he way. fought for it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, the motor doping of Fabian Cancellara and even as, as more recently Ryder Hishdal, if you guys saw the, the footage of Ryder's bike hitting the ground and spinning around. Um, thoughts on the possibility of riders using motors in the Peloton, especially at such a high high realm? Sam's already shaking no, his head. No, I don't think so. No? No, there's, there's no way to try and cover that up. You have a mecha- There's too many people they have involved. They literally yeah. have x-ray. Well, even before, like uh, Cancellara was oh, in yeah. 2010. Oh, that. And that's mm-hmm. where everybody said that he had it. So, to me, it's like you, there's too many people in a know, and if it hasn't leaked out in 13 years, it's not going to ever. It didn't happen. Mm-hmm. That and risk benefit. I mean, you're talking about like you to be caught doing that, and it then ruin the, your whole yeah, career. Like that's yeah. you can't come back. People come back from having a positive urine test. They don't come back from. Yeah. yeah, having a motor in their bottom bracket. Speaking of uh, theories regarding um, those types of things, Chris Froome's crash. There is a uh, an internet rumor out there that the crash bef- crash before the Dauphiné, w- before his time trial, he actually it was almost planned to the point of because there there are theories that he was going to get caught for doping that the crash was staged. And you, <laughs> there are photos of Chris Froome in the hospital looking pretty perk for af- actually all the things that he went through. Mm-hmm. Um, any theories on Chris Froome's crash being staged before the Dauphiné? No, he. I mean, no, he's we gonna have, win every single tour that he can. Like no, he, no tinfoil hats in this room. No, no. not on yeah. that one. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, no. that guy would be way ahead of the game. Right yeah. yeah. Okay. He's like, I, I mean, that guy would claim seven or eight or nine if he could. Yeah. Yeah. Last one, I'll ask, um, gentlemen: is is doping back or did doping never go away? Doping changed. Doping I'm changed. Sure everybody is always going to try to do yeah. something. It's just no longer as explicit as EPO and blood transfusion. It's just they're, they're just all different. doing yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's vitamins yeah. and yeah. Somebody got uh, yeah. I, I can't even remember. Somebody got yeah, Quintana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody got DQ'd recently for something. That I'm like, why would you even take that? That's like really the, yeah. I don't remember what it was, but yeah. anyways, everybody's gonna keep trying to get that little edge but okay yeah in all sports not just cycling yeah no. yeah i mean yeah it's just not as explicit as growth hormone testosterone yeah yeah. yeah the gold they're not are peeing, they're not peeing neon anymore yeah. yeah anybody been ever accused of some sort of a, a, a dumb rumor in your days for example i once had a an ex-sponsor of this podcast list me on their website as an ex-professional mm-hmm. and I, I i let it go for a while <laughs> I, was, I thought it was kind of cool i was like all right by the way i was never a pro no, you guys have no. I have. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, it, yeah. I had uh, did a thing for Harry Gary. It was a news coverage of they were trying to get like manufacturers. And, yeah, and um, so they interviewed me and they listed me as an ex or a pro professional cyclist. Yeah. Mm. And I'm like, oh, how embarrassing because. Yeah, you know, when people see that, they're gonna go, "Oh, so you're a pro now?" Yeah, you know, that video no. of Jackson on the propeller bike. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Over 7 million people have seen it. And it says, certified professional. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. That's no, funny. They, yeah. We didn't ever say he was. Yeah. So don't trust Shit. stuff on, on yeah. the internet. Yeah. I haven't. I mean, I've been yeah. asked many times just because of racing. 
you know, yeah. competitively in the one, two field. Like, did you ever dope? I'm like, no, I was never even good enough to be considered to dope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tried. I just didn't have enough money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I was so far out the back. You'd never think I was yeah. doping. Does malt liquor count? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Does expensive whiskey count? Yeah. Cause that should. That's what was coursing through my put me back into sinus rhythm, damn it! But it also probably put me into AFib (laughs) that night after the podcast. Good times. Oh yeah. Um, All right. So so let's let's uh, let's shift uh, to our our final segments here. Uh, First of all, are you do you know what the even the question is, or am I going to throw this to you blind? It's the same one we had earlier. I saw you talked about this one a while ago. Yeah. Well, I know we never talked about it on the show though. Yeah. Um, the the idea of, of maximum heart rate um, equate, equating to cardiovascular fitness. Um, we all know that as we get older, our maximum heart rate decreases. Yet mm-hmm. we are able to still maintain, as you know, as Paul was saying, you know, he's still able to beat times and go as fast, even though your heart rate can't get as high. Mm-hmm. I guess this is almost a very personal section for me now that I'm starting <laughs> to think about it. Um, the fact that my heart rate does not get, I cannot reach 180 beats per minute anymore, but I can still go just as fast. Talk to me about the relationship of maximum heart rate in relation to cardiovascular and, and, and fitness. Mm. Um, I, I guess, should I ask, does it, the other guys in the panel, does it, no, I'm is curious there a correlation? Too. Is it, do you think there's a correlation? I don't know. My heart rate is like such a wide span. I've always been known for having a crazy high heart rate because up until yeah. I think even last year I could hit over two hundred. So at thirty two, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I did at twenty seven. I was over two hundred, but it's my resting is down. We've had this discussion yeah. on Friday, but um, I was told my heart, my resting heart is too low. But yeah, so mm-hmm. yeah, to me it's like I think the for aging purposes for me it's like my arteries the. I would think is the flexibility and the ability yeah. to mm-hmm. in the heart, yeah. but I I don't know I'm not a doctor so yeah. we'll ask him. Well, let's ask the one yeah. who is. Yeah. So the like the general rule. For Turn your, that mic towards your face. The just general a bit. rule for the oh, there we go. Wow, that made a huge right? difference. Right. Right. <laughs> the general rule for Fuck! for uh, your heart rate is like uh, like one of the easiest estimates for max heart rate is 220 minus your age. Yeah. But that is for like your average American, not your average cyclist who punishes themselves regularly. If you continually exercise throughout your 20s and 30s, your max heart rate will not drop at that same rate. And so this this is actually a really good question. I don't have the exact answer, and I don't think anybody does. But overall, just being able to reach a higher heart rate, I do not think means that you are in a better cardiovascular shape because as a young person, you just do that because you're young. If you're 40 or 30 years old and you can still reach 200, maybe you just trained really well for a long time and you didn't lose it. Yeah. Um, what I will say is that if your heart rate, your max heart rate by that equation, 220 minus your age, um, is you know so you know say it's 170 or 180 and then all of a sudden you start taking a medication that doesn't let your body hit what it should hit hi everybody (laughs) you are impeded you will not be able to perform there is nothing you can do to overcome that if that medication is holding your heart rate back and so that's why it's actually a very interesting question is because i don't think that overall your max heart rate correlates with your overall cardiovascular fitness but Everybody 
every young professional athlete can probably go over 200. Yeah. No problem. And then the older you get, it slows down, but it actually doesn't start slowing down until you start taking breaks. So you can still hit over 200 because you don't take a, a lot of time off. And I can still go over 200 because I don't take a lot of time off. But if we take a couple years off, when we come back, we're probably going to be closer to 190. Yeah, but, but it doesn't mean that you can't, I don't think that that necessarily means you're not fit anymore or you can't get to the same level mm-hmm. of fitness. So, so when, let me ask you this question. So using you as a case that you take two years off med school, that type of thing, you get back sure. in a race and you hadn't hit 200. Is your, is your performance going to be hindered at one one ninety, or and you have to hit that 200? See what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Do you have to hit that point? Am now? I going to go slower now? You know? Yeah. 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 I mean, or, or will you ever see at a certain age, like, like your, your older brother here, he'll probably, he's just going downhill. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. uh, such a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, he takes a couple, he may never achieve 200 again. Right. Even though he starts training, is, is will that affect his performance at that? Yeah. So I think that it, I see where the, the question comes from, but where you have to think about it is that the heart is just responding to what your body needs, right? Mm-hmm. So you're, you're asking a certain amount of your body and the heart is producing a certain amount of cardiac output in order to try to keep up. The other thing that happens with age is that, um, and training specifically is that you get more efficient. So, you know, when I first started riding bikes, I'm like sitting around 180 the whole time. And then the same effort could, I can sit at 140 because the body is more efficient. So I don't think that when you take time off, you can come back and you can have the efficiency from the time you put in prior to still put out the same watts because ultimately I think you guys have heard watts to me or what it matters like that's what matters like if you're putting out the watts at 180 it's the same like what does it matter if it's 180 or 160 for your heart rate mm-hmm. you're yeah. putting out the watts so I so throw away your heart rate monitor and first of all throw and, away your heart rate and monitor. buy a really good watt uh, <laughs> but power get a power meter, meter. yeah exactly. I would I would also just like to circle back around to something you said earlier on so we can all agree that Pat has impotence Yep. Okay. Yep. Can't get his He's heart been rate impeded. up. Yep. His heart rate is not the only yep. thing he can't get up. <laughs> is what we're saying. <laughs> hey, floppy. Uh, what are you thinking? <laughs> yeah. Floppy. <laughs> the new nickname. <laughs> hey, hang on. We got to wait for floppy David to catch up with us. Such a good uh, presentation. We like he floppy. does. He tells us all these great <laughs> medical things, and what do we do at the end? Pet, floppy. Sup, Pet, floppy. Our, our next doodling. our next segment is quick tips with asshole. <laughs> with <laughs> brought to us by slow downhill to asshole ambassador cycling. <laughs> he had one good day in April. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I've been doing a lot of tri fits lately. <laughs> is, is, that, was this your so, is this why okay. I'm so spicy? Maybe. Yeah. You're just bitter. I'm yeah. bitter. Mm-hmm. No, no all, all seriously, yeah. I do want to mention I do want to mention Ambassador Cycling, even though I call it a bad yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, quick tips. So please get fit to get fit. Check out ambassadorcycling.com. Go ahead, prick boy. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah no i want to touch on on tri fits they are very different than road fits um so much skin yeah Ugh. yeah wear some socks i, I know wear some socks wear a long sleeve short sleeve jersey instead of a you people know, smile too much yeah. they always laugh like tom cruise this this this, this, this. 
<laughs> Nobody laughs that much. Just fucking stop it. Um, Sorry. I will say you cannot translate those road numbers over to a tri-fit, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. like, a big part of what I was, I've was i done the last couple days, I've had three of them now this week, Um raising the saddle up more because of the way that you are rotated forward onto your bike. Um, so I guess where I would go with this is let's just focus on, um, your shoulders right now. You're having shoulder pain right in the middle of your, uh, shoulder blades, Mm -hmm. rotate those, um, arm pads out and give your, yourself a little bit more room to breathe because your chest is however wide. If your arms are inside of that, you're not any more aerodynamic. So many people sacrificing performance in yep. terms of thinking because of his aerodynamic base, yep. right? And yeah. it is not aerodynamic. You are just losing oxygen in which you're yeah. then losing watts. So if you I know? go faster, if I get arrow, I'm not going faster mm-hmm. necessarily. Yeah, that's the difference of like, you know, bringing your arms in versus like lowering your trunk down. Lowering okay. your trunk down, you're more arrow. Bringing your arms in, it's just like the, you know, praying mantis pose as opposed to it's all still in front of your body. Yeah. Doesn't make a difference. Dirty air. Open up your lungs. Yeah. Yep. So let me ask you, um, fitting a a tri bike and then a road racer time trial, is Mm -hmm. it different? Nope. Very similar. A roadie T. Yeah. So the only difference is going to be like, that's a good question, Paul. Should we say that for next week? No, yeah. no, I, mean, I would just, yeah. I would just really quickly say that, Mr. Like, Wealth of Knowledge, yeah, just you know, yeah. Ra- raise up yeah. your bars is the only real difference. Yeah. Um, if you're a triathlete, because you have to hold the position for longer, mm-hmm. so like a roadie could manage a lower profile position because it's like usually thirty k, much mm-hmm. less, yeah, yeah. 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 Where yeah. you've got a triath, an iron, iron distance person who's doing mm-hmm. just a hundred plus, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Amstel Gold is this weekend, gentlemen, and you all have start forms in front of you, and we are at uh, our, our, our length of our show, so we're going to go quick picks. Well, we, qu- not quick fit, quick picks for Amstel Gold Race. Um, Paul, t- r- course topography, little ups and downs kind of things ups, like downs, that. Ups, downs, lefts, rights, you know, left yeah. to the body, right to the head, you know, liver shot. <laughs> it's, it just keeps going like you know, all over the place. Yeah. So, yeah, that's notorious for, for ups and downs, punchy hills. A lot, of, stuff, lot so. of, not necessarily a sprinter's classic, not necessarily, you know, yeah. something like that. It's going to be a lot more of a... Like a ruler type. Yeah. Right. Although I keep remembering Matthew's final K that one year where he was like yeah. averaging 1,100 watts to close a gap. And mm-hmm. just that was such an amazing, amazing event. Uh, my three riders, Michael Kwiatkowski from Enios Grenadiers, Tade Pogacar because I'm not an idiot, and Nelson Paulus because I, God, he's having a good season. Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. Sam? Same. You picked exactly. all three, same? Yeah. The only other one that I was going to possibly throw out, there would be a, it doesn't matter, Lozencratic. But yeah. Tade, I mean, that's just because we're all going to pick Tade, so we I picked are, another yeah. person. But those are my top three. Yeah. Tade, um, Tej Benut, yeah. and, mm-hmm. uh, and then Christopher. Christopher. It'd, it'd be nice to see uh, Jumbo Visma, you know, find a way back. But uh, to see Benoit Kwasnifrop from Ajay Desert actually pull something out would be yeah, that he's, would he's that would be he's a season yeah. dream for mm-hmm. that team. Mm-hmm. That that'd be amazing. David, what do you watch do the ride? David, do you watch bike? What? Yeah. What oh, yeah. <laughs> BMC, get your asses over here. Uh, get your I, Swiss asses uh, on time. Sorry, David. I, I, I had no good thoughts besides uh, Pokachar and Palace, to be honest. 
Really? You couldn't have just made another one up and picked well, the right one up? Last time I did that with Greg Van Avermaet, y'all called my bullshit where I was like, eh, I didn't recognize that name, and I don't really Bacamolima know. Bacamolima would thought. be good. Bacamolima would be good. Do American. Do uh, Magnus Sheffield. Magnus is, is yeah. in it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Magnus Sheffield, yeah. No, he's not. I don't see it. No, he's not a movie star. He's, he's with the. Uh, you know what? Um, Number three, Ineos. Peter Sagan. Oh, he's Magnus, with Ineos. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Peter Sagan. He's not in the race. <laughs> no, he isn't. And I think. Quinn Simmons is also Even American, when he shows right? up, he hasn't yeah. been in the race. Final K, final question, gentlemen. This is another quick response one because I know it's going to be kind of a fun one. And this one was <clears> sent <throat> in to us. Hey, guess what? You've received an invitation to a race, but. That race is the Unbound Gravel 350-mile edition. What would you do with the invitation? Would you use it, sell it, or throw it away? Use it. Sam, you would ride the 350-mile. Yeah, because then he'd have to. He would have to also. Paul? I'd wipe my butt with it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) David, why would you do it? I'd use it because I really want to hurt. You'd do it. I, I think I would do it. I would yep. I would go I would go down there yep. and race 350 miles. That's insane. That's just stupid. Yeah. I've yeah. done it before. That's just dumb. Not, uh, not on oh, gravel. Yeah. yeah, I think it'd be but, a great race. Yeah. yeah, I think it'd be a great race. Well, David's getting up and ready to leave. But who's, did who's you paying? see that he moved his mic with him? Yeah. Which means our little I'm boy learning. is growing up. I'm our little growing. boy is growing up. Who's paying it's our so entry? much louder from I don't know here from here than from here. It's called a directional yeah. microphone. It's made for you to actually. I need talk a non-directional one. <laughs> no, because then we then we would hear the refrigerator going on in yeah. the background and all those types of things. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thanks. That brings us to the conclusion of our podcast. I'm sure their bladders are full, and um, it's time to probably see if my wife bothered to cook because usually she doesn't she on these nights. She doesn't on these There's nights. There's a salad up there. Yeah, it smells there. Oh, okay. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, oh, both of these, these boys had to pee in the yeah, middle Yeah, they of the did show. in the middle of the show, but they were quick, which yeah, they shows were. they're young. Yeah. Um, <laughs> everybody, keep the rubber side down. Have some fun. Like, subscribe, and we will talk to you next week. I've got the rain. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.